Welcome to Zila Food. Zila is the German word for soul, so soul food, but Zila food. This podcast is in conjunction with Zila Magazine, an online magazine bridging faith, cultures, and culture. I'm Ali Forti, an American Southern girl who travels and loves talking to people. I'm bringing you conversations from global movers and shakers from somewhere in the world. From these conversations, hopefully you'll be inspired to move and shake too. Thanks for spending time with me today. I hope you get fed, so let's begin. This past weekend, I had the honor and the privilege of sitting down with May uh, El Khalil. She's the president of the Beirut Marathon Association, and she's very kind, very humble, doing wonderful things for her country. Uh, May is Lebanese, and she spent over 20 years living in Nigeria, um, making a difference there for the Lebanese community, as well as for Nigerians. Uh, And she returned to uh, Lebanon in the early 2000s. Um, May loves running, she loves marathons, and that's something that has always uh, been a part of her life. Uh, But it was in Early in the early 2000s, she was running in a marathon in Dubai, and she was hit by a minibus, which left her paralyzed, needing numerous surgeries uh, for two years. But she did not become bitter. She stayed positive. She wasn't angry at the situation. She wasn't angry at the bus driver, but she decided with her mind to stay positive and she pushed herself to be able to walk again and she knew that when she got better she wanted to do something inspirational and give back to her country so she started the Beirut Marathon Association it 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 was a process it wasn't something that um, took full force from the beginning but she started small and today Beirut has uh, hundreds, thousands of people running a year in their marathons, and that's all because of the vision of May. Uh, On Sunday was the women's marathon for uh, Beirut, and May put that together, and despite the heavy rains of the past days, many women showed up, international women, Lebanese women, Muslim women, Christian women, All kinds of women just came together for the purpose of sport and it's amazing how international sports brings people together. So enjoy this interview with May El Khalil. Uh, She's doing great things and I hope that you will be inspired to go after your dreams and to give back to your community and to make a difference in your area of the world. So um, are you from Beirut? I am from Beirut. I was born here in Lebanon. I uh, got married at the age of 18 and went to Nigeria where my husband's business is. I lived in Nigeria for 23 years. I have four children, two boys and two girls. And uh, while living in Nigeria, I kind of uh, developed my own personality in terms of uh, Uh, loving sports and uh, giving back to the community. I started um, an NGO while living in Nigeria. It was, uh, uh, I called it the Lebanese uh, Ladies Society and it was a way of bringing the Lebanese community together 
and give back to the Nigerian community as a token of uh, appreciation and gratitude for uh, uh, the support that they gave the Lebanese community all throughout the, uh, the years. And uh, at, um, after 23 years, I decided to come back to Lebanon, and that's how I moved back and I started probably another uh, uh, phase yes. of my life when I moved in uh, when I moved to Lebanon, and that was back in uh, the early 2000s. Okay, wonderful. Did you know as a child that you had a destiny to impact your country through a marathon? Um, uh, definitely, when you're young, you don't really uh, realize or understand uh, um, the direction that your life is going to take you. Uh, but I always felt that I had this inner strength within me. I always felt like uh, I, I had a role to play, uh, always felt connected to, uh, to my country, always felt connected to, to my society and to giving back. Uh, now, marathons, I was definitely too young to understand that. But um, while living in Nigeria, I did all kinds of sports, and this is where I feel like I learned um, how, I mean, the things that I learned from while running, like determination, commitment, uh, perseverance, uh, I found them. Uh, and probably the time I had my accident, I don't know if you're yes. familiar with, yes. uh, with my accident, when I moved to Lebanon, uh, um, I started running and it was a beautiful way for me to connect, reconnect and, and discover Lebanon, the Lebanon that I left when I was very young. And uh, uh, one day when I was training to do uh, a marathon mm -hmm. in Dubai, uh, I was destined and uh, I had uh, a huge accident. I was hit by a minibus. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I, uh, that was a turning point in my life. So while running, um, I was hit by this bus. I, uh, I was kind of plastered, you know, on the wall. And, uh, and uh, I went into coma uh, and was hospitalized for two years. Now, when I was at the hospital uh, and the, uh, the minute I woke up from coma, I did not pity myself. I didn't want to pity myself. And uh, the, uh, you know, I felt that something had happened, uh, but uh, I felt that whatever happened, it happened for a reason. Yes. And the outcome of it was for me to do a marathon. Mm -hmm. So I kind of said to myself, if I won't be able to run again, I want to. Uh, bring the word to Lebanon. I want to do an international marathon, and that was a beautiful way for me as well to give back to my uh, community through sports. So my vision, even at the darkest moments uh, while going through pain, mm -hmm. the vision was very clear in my mind. I wanted to do a marathon, and that objective kind of uh, uh, was a beautiful way for me to uh, get my to draw my path yeah. and uh, and to have something to look forward to look forward to as i said i didn't want to look back i didn't want to question why and why me 
and uh, where does that come from because you don't seem to be a person to pity yourself and that you have this idea that your life should be a service to others yeah where, does where that did that come from I think it's uh, you come to this world with this inner strength mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, the environment that you live in help you as well to nourish these values and uh, probably this is you know the environment that I lived in you know uh, my mom my dad and uh, so we always looked at, at ourselves as people who uh, have a role to play in this uh, in this life and uh, so each each one of us is I mean will definitely improve humanity if we give a little bit of service to the society that we live, uh, live in. Uh, that, I mean, this feeling helped me to overcome 36 surgeries, uh, two years of hospitalization, and... Uh, and it left you paralyzed, correctly? Uh, like I, uh, I couldn't walk, yes, for two years. I was on a wheelchair, uh, but deep inside me I had this gut feeling that I'm gonna walk again mm -hmm. and I'm gonna do a marathon uh, so this positive attitude that I had uh, when I was going through pain uh, really helped me to get rid of any excess luggage I was not angry at the bus driver I was not angry at, at life I was not angry at anything I felt the beautiful thing that started coming out from the marathon was very rewarding mm -hmm. and uh, you know call it crazy but sometimes i would say thank god for giving me this opportunity of going through this pain yeah. to to do a beautiful thing to my country yes. now the uh, uh, i went to uh, the States, I finished the second part of my treatment in uh, Cleveland, Miami, and uh, when I was there, I decided to uh, set or to put a date, and, uh, and then I promised myself if I don't really set a date, I won't be able to probably go ahead and, and do the marathon. So uh, even at the time at when, I mean, even at the time when I was not being able to walk again mm -hmm. or to walk at that time I decided on uh, 2003 uh, October to do the first marathon uh, I left the States then I came to uh, Lebanon and uh, the second challenge was uh, not only not, not my accident but how to talk to the Lebanese community about a marathon. Yes. They were not familiar with the word marathon. Lebanon was recovering from the civil, civil war. So I found the link between my accident and the war. I felt like I was broken but by a bus and Lebanon was broken by the civil war. So both of us needed something to lift us up. So uh, uh, I I went all around. I started visiting schools, uh, clubs, uh, mayors. Um, I went all around uh, uh, Lebanon, talking to people about the marathon, talking to people about the values of uh, sports and running, and how they can use the platform of the Beirut Marathon 
to uh, come together. So those who were once fighting and killing each other, I invited them to come and run next to each other. And they loved it. They loved the idea that they can uh, show the world their true color, their color of peace, their color of of, uh, unity, which the war kind of... uh, It took away, exactly. Why do you think international sports, or if you think about the Olympics or any sort of sports, brings people together? Um, I think this is the power of sports. Mm -hmm. As Nelson Mandela said, sports has the power to change the world, Mm -hmm. and and it brings people together. It connects. It it builds bridges as well between, between countries. And... Even even internationally, if there are wars, they come into a standstill during the Olympics or as if they take a break. And this is the beautiful thing about uh, about sports. So I wish I wish there would be more tournaments, more uh, events, more marathons, because it's 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 really amazing. Sports can talk to the younger generation in a way that, uh, I mean, it, it goes straight into the youth heart. It's a language they love. Yes. And, uh, and that's what I felt, you know, when I was talking to people about the idea of a marathon. At that time, they were not familiar with the word marathon. Wow. They, uh, uh, I mean, when they found out that the marathon was 26.2 miles, you know, they were looking at me. Uh, exactly. I mean, we can't we can't walk 500 meters, but they love the idea of using the marathon as a platform. So, uh, I, I kind of um, introduced the fun run Mm -hmm. and it was a beautiful way of inviting people to be part of this event to come close i mean had i asked them to do 26.2 miles from year one they wouldn't have uh, uh, been able to to do it but having the fun run having the uh, uh, other races they felt it was a beautiful way of connecting with the internationals so what helped me do all of that was the passion that was inside me yeah. uh, I, um, I was not afraid from anything uh, I felt that the, the passion and the love that was inside me was kind of guiding me and directing me to do this uh, this event, I never did any uh, organized any marathons before. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to ask: Did you find it overwhelming? Did you have self discouragement or discouragement for other from others? I I never felt that because okay. my mind was kind of focused. You know, uh, I'm I'm gonna be very honest with you. You know, at that stage, I felt like there was superior power lifting me up, superior power guiding me. And uh, I was never afraid from anything. I, uh, the kind of people that I met with uh, was, was really uh, incredible, the diversity. Um, and uh, I, I kind of walked the talk mm-hmm. and uh, I talked to people from all walks of life. All this, uh, and, and as well for people to listen to my story, mm-hmm. to my accident made them feel that it was honesty and transparency that was kind of uh, radiating from within me 
and and they were very very comfortable uh, believing that that event would be a beautiful way of uh, of uh, helping them um, bring back probably what they lost during the war, which was the beautiful feeling of uh, unity and and. Uh, the national probably uh, connection to to Lebanon. It's amazing that superior power that you talk about because I put on International Women's Day events and this is my fifth year doing it this past uh, March but when I first did my first one I was scared but I felt this supernatural power to get sponsorships and yeah it just comes everything falls into place I think if you're called Exactly. If you're called to do it, exactly. And and it's the passion. I mean, the passion that's within, uh, I think it radiates. And it, uh, uh, if you're genuine about the cause that you're uh, uh, promoting or you're, you're uh, talking about, uh, it, it comes out uh, naturally. And uh, from the first year, I wanted the marathon, the Beirut marathon, to be an international marathon. Uh, I wanted it to be connected with the International Athletic Federation. And as I told you, I did not know any of these things, but I had signs, you know, and they were coming to me. And, uh, And this is where I feel really blessed because from year one, I had incredible support from everyone. Oh, everyone great. trusted me. And uh, when we did the first marathon in 2003, uh, it was the Lebanese loved it. We had uh, close to 6,000 people. Wow, the first uh, year. The first year, I even invited the president of the country. He trusted me, although at that time, I was not known mm-hmm. to the Lebanese community because I had lived in Nigeria, in, in Nigeria. Yeah. and uh, so when when people experience that beautiful feeling of unity, uh, they they you know they loved it, and then they started asking for more more races. So if I'm to talk about marathons around the world, like New York Marathon or London Marathon, you find people running. Mm-hmm. To challenge themselves or running for a cause. In Lebanon, it was different. It was about the 18 different, uh, 18 different uh, uh, religions coming together. Mm -hmm. It was about the unity. It was about uh, the happiness that uh, they were able, you know, to express from running the the fun run. And the internationals, I had incredible support from the international community. We had like 49 different nationalities at that time. Like the embassies got behind uh, The embassies got behind us. The uh, uh, Lebanese embassies around the world as well, they helped us promote the, uh, the marathon. And it goes back to the power of sports. When I mentioned that sports really build bridges with the outside world, mm-hmm. lots of runners came to Lebanon to give us the support that um, sports... Uh, connects us uh, irrespective of our uh, differences and to the Lebanese in uh, when we uh, fired the gun 
uh, in 2003, it was a beautiful thing because it wasn't about announcing war, mm -hmm. it was about unifying, unifying the, uh, the nation. And how and, many people are running this year? Uh, uh, for the international marathon, we had close to uh, 48,000 people from 109 nationalities. Now, if I'm to talk about the journey mm -hmm. of the Beirut Marathon, Beirut International Marathon, different to the woman race uh, that we're doing. Uh, uh, the International Marathon is uh, 17 years old this year. And uh, uh, if we look at the chart, we see that Beirut Marathon, the uh, International Marathon has been growing year after year. Mm -hmm. So from 6,000 runners, to 12,000 runners, to 20,000 runners, to 48,000 runners last year. And then we introduced uh, uh, causes as well. So it wasn't only about running for peace and unity, it was about running to help NGOs and to help charities. It was about creating awareness on different causes. And uh, we started teaching uh, people to run and raise funds. So through the 25% that we give out of entry fee, uh, runners started understanding uh, that it was important to raise funds as well and support different NGOs. Now we have close to 232 NGOs that uh, uh, have signed MOU with us and uh, almost 70% or 73% of the running community run for a cause, which is really uh, amazing and it's a, it's a big number. Throughout as well, uh, these past 17 years, uh, we started um, uh, introducing people to, uh, to the, to, I mean, to the know-how of running a marathon, yeah. uh, because you can't run a marathon overnight. So we started creating training programs, and uh, under what you call five for two, five months mm -hmm. training people to do the 42 kilometers. So we call it call it five for two. And uh, the idea here is to take people who've never ran marathons yes. and we take them from zero to hero. And that's how we started growing on the culture of running as well long distances. We didn't want people to stick to the fun run. We wanted people to start to grow, uh, to grow and, and, and run uh, long distances. Along the way, we noticed as well that, I mean, from the first year, mm -hmm. I made sure that special needs have an important role as well to, pl to, uh, to play in our races. Even from year one, um, uh, we, uh, uh, I, I kind of invited uh, lots of international special needs to, to participate because we didn't have enough athletes, Lebanese athletes, to, uh, 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 to run in, the, in that category. With time, we, we introduced as well the training program to the, uh, to the special needs and now we have, we, uh, uh, we, we're doing fundraising as well to them. So we're buying them uh, wheelchairs, special training uh, wheelchairs, and uh, we have a huge number now, over, over 30 elite, uh, Lebanese elite uh, from the special needs. Uh, so this is an additional program that we do. Uh, another program, uh, we, 
we started doing events for the youth because the youth are the future heroes as well. Yes. Introducing them to running and um, uh, 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 athleticism and this sort of thing. So all these programs uh, brought what you call a culture of running mm. over the past 17 years. And that's how the Beirut Marathon has been able to uh, grow the culture of running and change as well the uh, mentality. Because of that, people look at the Beirut Marathon as, you know, something that it brings them pride, a product that they love, uh, and uh, they feel uh, they feel wonderful about about our uh, our events. And tomorrow you have the women's marathon. Tomorrow we have the women's. Uh, actually, uh, uh, we did a study as well. And we noticed that when we first started, we had like 16% of women running long distances, only 16%. So we, we, then we started asking ourselves, how can we encourage women to run uh, long distances? So we created a similar training program, which is a free initiative as well. Uh, and we called it Five Ten. So five weeks uh, training women to do the 10 kilometers. Wow. And we take them as well from zero to hero. And this program is working very, very well. So by doing a race that carries the name of women, yes. uh, it's uh, a platform for women to compete against other women. Yes. It's a platform for women to run for their causes, uh, whether it's about women empowerment, whether it's about... Uh, 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 you know, uh, education. education or or the things that are related uh, to women themselves. Uh, the, the 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 platform became as well incredible. Uh, it brought the percentage of the uh, women who started running long uh, distances from 16 percent up to. 32.2 percent because of these training programs and because of the uh, uh, because of this uh, race. And women across all different faiths are running. Yeah, uh, well, most mostly those who live here in Lebanon, yeah. whether it is the Muslim. international, uh, oh, yes, of course, Muslim, Muslim, everyone, everyone. everyone. Okay. And we created, I don't know if you were able to follow our campaign, uh, uh, we created a beautiful activation to support women where we mobilize the whole society by creating the hashtag Anamaki. Anamaki in Arabic, it means I'm with you. Okay. And, uh, and we, uh, we created the, the slogan is draw your path draw your path so every woman is capable of drawing her own path it's her choice so no matter what whatever you say i'm the one who uh, is capable of deciding her future and her path so that message was very strong and uh, uh, people loved it as well and uh, so uh, draw your path made every woman feel liberated and the hashtag Anamaki made everybody feel the importance of support and supporting each other. Not only that, we asked men 
as well to do to be part of this campaign and draw the pink path yes. on their face and show their support to women and this is a beautiful way of, of uh, uh, mobilizing as well the whole society towards women supporting women respecting women uh, appreciating women's uh, uh, rights and and things like that and this is the power of sports yes. so it's much more than running it's about creating awareness on the on the causes so tomorrow we're gonna see close to 1,000 women uh, at the 10k yes. running the 10 kilometers and then we will see close to 4,500 uh, uh, running in the 5k men and women in support of women. Oh, that's great. And that's a question that I had. Does, do you feel that men want to support women? Definitely. And how do we bring men to the table to talk about issues that affect women, yeah. global issues? Or yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, through this activation that we created, uh, men wrote beautiful things on social media and they expressed their support. And I think, you know, uh, us as a sports organization, uh, it was a beautiful way for us to kind of stir up the uh, the whole the whole community, especially through uh, social media. One last question. One thing I've noticed about the Lebanese people, um, especially the ones outside of Lebanon, is that they seem to do really well. They flourish really well. Here in Lebanon, there's a lot of challenges, economic, political. But the Lebanese are smart people and they do well. Why is that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I wish I can answer you to that. But I think, you know, the political ordeals that mm -hmm. we kind of, uh, you know, get ourselves involved with is what's uh, stopping us from being who we are and uh, uh, from being true selves as well to ourselves or true to ourselves. Uh, I... Uh, you know, I, if you ask any Lebanese, they would tell you the same thing. We want, we want to live in peace. We want uh, prosperity. We love uh, tourists. We have a beautiful country. Uh, we want growth to this country, and uh, we we don't want anything else. But I think politically, uh, we're kind of uh, a bit messed up, and we do welcome that as well. Uh, but uh, I, uh, it's, it's really sad and it's very painful. That's why as the president of the Beirut Marathon, as the founder of Beirut Marathon, I continuously say that sport should be our flag because it, it unites us, it brings us uh, together. Yes. And I don't talk politics, but uh, with, with this love that we have around the marathon, if let's say I start talking politics, it will be, it, it will destroy definitely the image of, of, the, uh, of the marathon. So uh, I believe in our mission, I believe in, in uh, the values that the marathon stands for. We will continue directing the youth, our youth, to be the uh, uh, tomorrow heroes. We will support women, we will support the whole community under the umbrella of peace, love and run.
wonderful. Do you know Joyce Azam? Yes, of okay, course. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. We're inspiring. very, yes, very proud of her. Yes. And uh, we have, we have amazing talents. We have amazing people. Yes. And uh, but I see, I, I see a big jump as well in, uh, in, in, in the way how, how the society is evolving. Uh, uh, the Lebanese society is, is evolving. Uh, I say we've done incredible job, but we still have a long way to go. A long way to go. Yeah. What would you tell your 16, 36, and 46-year-old self? What would you tell yourself at these ages? Uh, I would say it's wonderful to dream uh, and always believe in yourself. Uh, because the minute we stop dreaming, it means we've, we have gone to another place. Uh, um, uh, I've always dreamt, I always believed in myself and uh, with a little bit of power you can always overcome any, any obstacles. Be positive and uh, believe, you know, be, believe in yourself and, uh, and I think it's very important to uh, communicate trust because this is your key to, uh, to any door you, wanna, you want to, uh, to knock at. And uh, I never looked at myself as a woman uh, doing, you know, a role. Yeah. I always looked at myself as someone who has a clear vision and a clear objective aiming to reach to that objective. So that's what I would tell every, every uh, young man and woman to dream and, uh, and always feel that our role in this life is to always contribute, give back to humanity, give back to community, and this is how we'll uh, be able to evolve and become better people. Wonderful! Thank you so Thank much you. for your time. Thank you. And My good pleasure. Luck with everything you're Thank doing. you. Thank yeah. you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast conversation and that it fed you in some way to pursue your own dreams. Be sure to subscribe to Zayla Mag at zaylamag.com. S-E-E-L-E-M-A-G dot com, where you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaways. And follow us on Instagram at Zela Magazine, S-E-E-L-E Magazine. Till next time.